Good afternoon, Lafayette. This is Joe Cunningham here on the Joe Cunningham Show. News Talk 96.5 KPL 232-1542 if you want to be part of the conversation. A bit of a programming note. Tomorrow, Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, I will be filling in for Moon Graffon across the state of Louisiana and here in Lafayette. All three hours, I will try to make it as entertaining as possible. I realize that some of y'all can't stand me for the one hour, so just bear with me for all three. 232-1542, if you want to be part of the conversation, you can also send a message through the KPEL app. Um, I'm told that Moon said to expect a big announcement from me tomorrow uh, I will not tell you what that announcement is. You will just simply have to wait until tomorrow morning right here on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Uh, real quick, looking at the board, uh, during the traffic report there, uh, 1214 Coolidge Street, there was uh, there was a report of a, of a fire alarm, commercial fire alarm it looked like, but that is now off the board. That is uh, Oxner Lafayette General. Hope all is well over there, but like I said, it is off the board now, so apparently all is good there. Again, vehicle accidents to be aware of. Uh, one uh, in the 2300 block of Collie, one uh, where North University meets Portlock Street. Uh, that is over, as Mark said, over by LCA. You've also got North University at Riley. There is a traffic accident there. What is that near? Uh, that appears to be, uh, let's see. Near the Circle K. Okay, I, I see where that is. All right, so that is uh, that's right there in in that area, uh, close to Cracker Barrel. There's an accident over there. So we've got uh, looks like two things in that area. Uh, so be careful with all that. Uh, also, residential fire on Avalon Road in Lafayette, and a commercial fire uh, in the 800 block of Martin Luther King Drive. So a lot going on out there. Be safe driving, even when schools aren't in. You do need to be careful because uh, traffic is picking up for the holidays. Everybody gets prepared to head somewhere else, head out of town, come into town, whatever it is. All right. So we have some interesting news from last night for SEC football. That's right. I want to take a quick break from politics. So a reporter uh, who covers Mississippi State and Ole Miss put out last night that Ole Miss head coach Lane Kiffin plans to step down as the Rebels coach on Friday and head to Auger's next head coach, according to sources. Sources say the Tigers haven't officially offered the job to anyone yet, so Lane to Auburn is happening. Story soon. Now, Lane Kiffin spends a lot of time on Twitter, apparently, and in turn appears to have typed out on a sheet of paper and taken a story of it, a statement mocking that tweet, saying this just in breaking news, John Sokoloff, who is the reporter that tweeted out earlier, of WCIB, uh, WCBI News in Starkville, Mississippi, plans to step down as lead anchor and head to WLOX to become their new lead anchor. Sources say WLOX hasn't offered the job to anyone yet, so John to Wall uh, WLX is happening. Story soon. So Kiffin clearly having fun with it on Twitter. I don't know if that's going to happen. If it does happen, that's hilarious. If it doesn't happen, also hilarious. Uh, but we're getting close to the end of the regular college season, and, you know, some people are looking at coaching changes, coaching moves, things like that. It will be very interesting to see. 
I've really been enjoying it tonight. I think uh, we will get our next uh, college football playoff rankings. We'll see how that works. You know, we had several games over the weekend where the top teams won basically on the last play of the game or in the last seconds of the game. Uh, Michigan almost lost. TCU almost lost. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Tennessee got absolutely smashed. Um, LSU won, had a kind of slow start, but you know, after the first two possessions, uh, they, the LSU was nonstop. So it was very interesting. I, I would like to live in a world where the closeness of the game, the actual play throughout the game mattered more in the rankings, but oftentimes they don't. If you come away with the win, you win. That's it. If you struggled against a team you shouldn't have struggled with but still won, they don't take that into as much consideration as I personally would like to see. But, again, so apparently there's rumors flying online that Lane Kiffin might be leaving Ole Miss and heading to Auburn, which seems like a lateral move, but Lane Kiffin may may think he's kind of reached the peak of where he could go at, at Ole Miss and wants to find a change. I don't think so, but what do I know? I also don't think John Kennedy would want to make what is essentially, I think, a step down from U.S. Senator to Governor, but he apparently is looking at it and may very well want to do that, too. Hard to say. Everybody seems to be losing their minds. Speaking of losing their minds, though, I'm about to lose mine because of what I was talking about on Monday's show. I spent a lot of time talking about grift in the GOP, and do you know what happened? Somebody last night, or somebody, actually yesterday afternoon, I I hadn't seen it before now, but yesterday afternoon, uh, somebody was looking at, you know, potentially making a donation. The NRSC is still uh, looking to collect donations to spend money in Georgia. The NRSC, the National Republican Senatorial Committee, currently led by Rick Scott, If you get their fundraising email and you decide that you want to donate $10, here's how your money gets divided automatically. You can go in and change, but here is the recommended breakdown that they give you. 98% of the money that you say you're going to donate goes to the NRSC. The remaining 2%, now remember, this is to help Herschel Walker in Georgia, of the remaining 2%, 1% goes to Herschel Walker automatically unless you change how much money goes where. 1%. Do you know where the other 1% that's left over goes? Team Rick Scott. Rick Scott's campaign. The chair of the NRSC. His fund, his, the, the NRSC, the National Republican Senatorial Committee chair has the system set up to where a percentage, 1% of the money being donated to the NRSC goes to him. How many people do you think click through that automatically without seeing that breakdown? Is it any wonder that millions of dollars in refunds had to be given back because people felt that they were tricked in the fundraising emails and text messages that they got. What is wrong with Rick Scott? 
I've never liked the NRSC. They have always been a tool of the establishment. Now they are a tool of Rick Scott and his personal presidential ambitions. If you get a fundraising email from WinRed for the NRSC and you just tap the $10 button, the breakdown is this. $9.80 automatically without you touching anything would go to the NRSC. $0.10 cents would go to Rick Scott. $0.10 cents would go to Team Herschel Walker in Georgia. $0.10 cents out of $10 would go to the candidate they say they're raising money for if you're not paying attention. I said it yesterday. I will say it again. The GOP has a grift problem. The GOP has a consultant class problem. The GOP is filled with people who are all about them and their personal financial gain, not even the power gain of winning office, the financial gain. And Republican voters have had enough. I want to take a break and continue talking about this on the other side. 232-1542 if you want to be part of the conversation. You can also send a message through the KPL app chat. Just hit that little text box button up in the corner. Send a message to the general message selection, and I will get those and read them and interact with them as we get them in. We'll be back in just a moment here on the Joe Cunningham Show News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL 232-1542 if you want to be part of the conversation. The, the Republican Party, and I'm focusing on the Republican Party because the Democrats seem to have their act together when it comes to funding. The money goes to candidates. And the candidates have gotten to spend the money as they see fit. You don't hear a whole lot about the super PACs on the Democratic side. You, you hear very little. What you do hear is that so, so-and-so's campaign is spending $20 million on ads in Arizona or in Pennsylvania or whatever. You never hear about the, the, the Senate leadership fund equivalent on the Democratic side pulling however much money out of whatever state. You don't hear it near as much as you hear it about the Republican side, and that's not because it's media bias. It's because it doesn't happen nearly as much. The Republican Party is still kind of divided right now in terms of what candidates, what platform, and all that. And as a result, the PACs are controlled by special interests and people who have their own agendas— So they're the ones who decide where the money goes, not the candidate, not the candidate's campaign. The candidate's campaign and uh, political action committees are not allowed, by federal law, they are not allowed to coordinate with each other. They can't do it. So the candidate's campaign can hear that the Senate Leadership Fund or the NRSC is coming in with $10 million to spend somewhere, but they can't say where the money gets has to be spent. They cannot coordinate in any way. It is a huge ethics violation, a huge election law violation. So as a result, these political action committees that are rolling in money cannot coordinate with the candidate, and therefore they spend the money how they see fit. 
and their ad rates are more expensive. They get less bang for their buck than a candidate does. I went over those numbers yesterday. Elections law requires that candidates get the lowest rate possible on an ad buy. So PACs pay thousands more than candidates' campaigns do. But in the Republican Party, all of the money is getting raked in by these super PACs. There's a grifter problem. There is a money problem in the GOP as a result. You should not give your money to a party or a PAC at any point. You should not, if the NRSC, if the Senate Leadership Fund, if the state Republican Party or the National Republican Party, the RNC, if LAGOP or the RNC comes to you and says, hey, do you want to support Republicans in Louisiana? Hey, do you want to support Republicans nationally? Your answer should be, sure, tell me where their campaign website is so I can go donate money. But they have these platforms like WinRed. Uh, the Democrats' platform, I think, is Act Blue. Uh, but the Democrats have WinRed. Uh, the Republicans have WinRed. And so the NRSC and some of these other PACs, are, are, they do their funding through there. There's these huge digital tools that are available to them. You've heard the GOP complaining a lot about Google and other email uh, services, email providers, uh, suppressing fundraising emails. And the GOP was complaining that nobody was getting their fundraising emails, that their open rates were tanking. When you send out 100 emails a minute asking for money, yeah, that's going to trigger spam filters. You have no, there, there's no fault but your own in that, GOP. When you are bombarding people in swing states, you're bombarding their text messages with all of these texts saying, hi, I'm so-and-so from the U.S. Senate. I want you to support my campaign. I want you to support this person, whatever. It turns people off. They don't want to send money in. They'll block the number. They'll do whatever they have to to make sure that you stop making their phone buzz. And yet, the NRSC, as I mentioned in the last segment, the NRSC will gladly send you an email saying, hey, donate $10 to Herschel Walker in Georgia. And they won't tell you that unless you go in and you make the change yourself, $9.80 of that will go to the NRSC, and the remaining $0.20, cents, only half of that will actually go to the candidate you want to support. I would love to once again have my voter ID card say Republican instead of none. I would love to. I vote Republicans more often than not. If I don't vote for Republican, I just don't vote in that particular race. I haven't found a Democrat whose policies I support. Chances are I won't, at least on the national stage. Maybe locally if it's somebody who's a friend who I really want to see succeed. But in general, I'm either a voting Republican or I'm not voting at all. I would love to officially be a Republican again. But the party at the state and national level continues to do stupid things that drive me away. I've made one political 
contribution in my life. And I never will again because that got me put on a bunch of mailing lists and I started getting a bunch of snail mail spam from people, different political action groups, different campaigns trying to get me to donate to them as well. I'm done with it. It's the same reason people can complain about social media hearing you and starting to tailor their advertising to what you say or even think. All of your information gets shared around and everybody wants to make a buck off of you. And then there's a story from the Daily Advertiser that I want to get to in the second half of the show that ties into this but isn't political. Louisiana residents lost more than $43 million to online scams last year. Let's talk about that in the next segment. 232-1542, if you want to call in, you can send a message through the KPL app chat. We're going to take our bottom-of-the-hour news break. We'll be back shortly here on the Joe Cunningham Show. News Talk 96.5 KPL. <laughs> Sorry. it's st- Okay, so... <clears throat> The internet has existed for quite a while. And uh, I think there is, as, as negative as I can be on, on where we are societally, where we are socially, um, there is one thing that is most important. If the people who made memes on the internet who did video editing, audio editing, photo editing on the internet, if they used their powers for good, utopia is not impossible. There is a video. I just showed it to Mark. I cannot describe it on the air because there are rules about such things. It's not pornographic or anything like that. But out of an abundance of caution, I will not describe it. However, if you follow me at Joe P. Cunningham, I did just retweet it and say that this video belongs in an art museum. The people, as much as we talk about comedians and comedy forms that have been canceled, the internet still finds a way to make us all laugh. And we should be appreciative of that, even in the the forgotten hellscape that is Twitter and what is it has supposedly become since Elon Musk has taken over. That's the funniest thing, by the way. All the journalists are so mad about how unsafe Twitter is now that they have fled to a social media site called Mastodon. And on Mastodon, apparently you can make little servers and all of your friends go in there. Well, it's kind of like the book Lord of the Flies. When all of the all of the kids are stranded on the island and this this rough this rough society takes form and you realize that that man's basic nature is one of absolute betrayal and uh consolidation of power and getting rid of anything that is different than you and frightens you or offends you That is what Mastodon has become. A bunch of journalists will keep making servers on Mastodon and then start banning each other because they all offend each other, because they are all all nannies. If you want to talk about the nanny state, that's what these journalists are actually striving for with their writing. 
And Twitter is actually, as much as people say Elon Musk is destroying it, Twitter's actually gotten a little bit better. Elon Musk came out today and said, you realize, the, I've looked at it, the only accounts that were ever permanently banned were all conservative, never a liberal one, never a liberal disinformation site got banned, got permanently suspended. Pretty remarkable that the journalists are afraid that all these right-wing so-called disinformation accounts would be allowed to come back. They're, they're sad, they're upset that they don't get to control the message anymore. They're not the gatekeepers anymore. Elon Musk is actually doing that. There was a story that came out, uh, some website I hadn't heard of, uh, did a report that in, uh, Twitter employees were now all of a sudden expected to submit reports on what they were doing that week to Elon Musk. Mark, you worked in government. How often were reports due to supervisors? All the time. Sometimes schedules, sometimes will of the wisp. Yeah. Get a report. It is not some scandalous thing to ex- for an employer to expect an employee to actually report to the employer what the hell they're doing. Twitter was amazingly unprofitable. Most social media companies have actually been operating at a huge loss. Elon Musk cut like 75% of the staff at Twitter, and it was a big uh, outrage. Uh, the, the, the lizard man in people's clothing, uh, Zuckerberg, had to do the same thing at Facebook. And there was no outrage about that because Zuckerberg is still fairly loyal to leftist causes. Zuckerberg, I'm actually told from people who know him, is actually a little more, is actually a little more libertarian than liberal. But the people that he's hired, the people who actually who who do the day-to-day operation type stuff at Facebook, those are the liberals who are behind the scenes there. But Zuckerberg still looks like a cold and unfeeling cyborg. Um, anyway, going back to what I wanted, I just wanted to get that out there that that social media, despite this so-called collapse of of Twitter and other social media, there is still art being done in the form of these hilarious memes and videos that get put out on a near constant basis. Any of y'all. Anybody who adds me as a friend on Facebook doesn't follow my page. Remember, I have a show, Joe Cunningham uh, Show, on Facebook. Uh, Facebook.com slash Joe Cunningham Show. That's the page. That's not my personal account. It's not that hard to find my personal account. I just don't accept every friend request that comes my way. There needs to be mutual friends. There needs to be some sort of connection. Um, I just don't go adding a bunch of people that I don't know. Uh, but if you were to be my friend on Facebook, you would know that all I do is I share memes. I don't post the political stuff. I don't post anything serious. It's all memes all the time. Twitter is where I post the, the somewhat serious stuff. But social media is, there There are people out there doing the Lord's work in terms of keeping great forms of comedy alive. And that video that I shared a little while ago is one of them. Anyway, sorry, way off topic from where I wanted to be. Grifting, the scams that we're seeing aren't just political, okay? I teased this Daily Advertiser article. Um, Ashley White over at the Daily Advertiser has this that came out today. Louisiana residents lost more than $43 million to online scams last year, almost double what was lost in 2020. 
A report from Social Catfish, an online dating investigation service using reports from the FBI's Internet Crime Complaint Center and Federal Trade Commission, found nationally people lost $6.9 billion to online scams in 2021. In Louisiana, 4,428 people reported losing $43 million to scams in 2021, with the average person losing more than $9,000, according to the report. That's nearly double what was lost in 2020, which was $27 million. Those of you who listen to Acadiana's Morning News, you've heard Chris Babin from the uh, Acadiana BBB on here, and, and quite frequently the conversation has turned to some of the scams that are hitting uh, Acadiana residents. And uh, a lot of them particularly go after uh, the, the, a lot of the victims tend to be your older citizens, the, the ones who may not know the technology, who may not be as aware to look for such signs. And all too often, the, the reaction to those stories is, man, I can't believe you fell for that. But we need to step back and really think for a minute. You know, the NRSC is sending out an email saying, if you donate $10, you're going to be supporting Herschel Walker in Georgia. And then you hit the $10 button. And if you don't check how everything's distributed, you, you could be given $9.80 to the NRSC and only $0.10 cents to Herschel Walker with the remaining $0.10 cents going to, to, Tim Scott, to Rick Scott. The grift is strong. The scams are out there. The scams are getting uh, harder and harder to really pull apart. And, but, you know, before I came on the air today, I got called from an 888 number twice saying, hey, the order that was placed under your name uh, has shipped. We need more information. You can press this button or call us back at this number. Well, they didn't say my name and they didn't say what the order was. So I'm going to go ahead and say no. Because I also know that anything I order usually comes from Amazon and I can track all those packages. I make sure that I write down the shipping numbers. But not everybody knows that. Not everybody knows to write down a shipping number and check UPS, FedEx, and uh, USPS to see where those packages are. Not everybody knows that when they swipe a certain direction on Tinder that the person they are talking to could be a catfishing account. Could be somebody that's out there trying to scam you. And even if you put out the best protection you can, some things can slip through. There's a reason that corporations have to make, have to make their employees do trainings on cybersecurity all the time because things still slip through their heavily gatewayed email services. There's been a bigger uptick in online pur purchasing scams over the last couple of years. The scams can be anything from fake websites, deals that are too good to be true, fake products being sold, or a scammer duplicating a social media profile to convince others. I'm go if I go through a social media app like Instagram, I will, I kid you not, see the same product advertised from about 17 different account names with different product names in the ad, but it's the same product, the same video, just from different names. People are out there trying constantly to scam. We live in a society now where everybody want, we, we all, everybody's always wanted to make a quick buck. A lot of people have no problem doing so at the expense of their neighbor, at the expense of their fellow man. The problem now is that technology makes it so much easier to do and get away with it.
it was harder to pretend to be somebody else when you actually had to meet that person to get the cash from them face to face. Victims under 20 saw an 1100% increase in money loss to online scam in the last five years. Last year, that age group lost $104 million nationwide. So it's not just older folks. Younger folks who, are not, who have not experienced any of this are also getting trapped in this. We are dealing with other human beings who have absolutely not a care in the world for your financial health and safety so long as they get theirs. And that, to me, going back to the political stuff, is what makes the grifting so much scarier. Because the fact of the matter is, the NRSC, led by Rick Scott, is not interested even in its own power. The power will come when they have collected all the money to be able to do whatever they want with it to get that power. Rick Scott making sure that his campaign was potentially getting some of the money from these donations is getting his before Herschel Walker gets his. Herschel Walker, the candidate who's actually running for Senate in Georgia right now. Rick Scott wants to run for president in 2024. It will be hilarious, by the way, to watch Donald Trump, who absolutely is running in 2024, according to his declaration, his signed paperwork, rip Rick Scott to shreds. Because Rick Scott does not have nearly enough of a backbone to stand up to Trump. The United States has this problem, more so than you see in other places, but the Republican Party is having this problem within its own ranks. The consultant class, people who got lucky by backing Trump in 2016 and then kept relying on Trump, saying this is not a slam of Trump, by the way, this is a slam of the people who have tied themselves to Trump, who have used Trump's name to get themselves rich, they keep tying their horse to Trump. And they are continuing to bleed Americans dry. And it's not just them. It's people in the NRSC. It is people in other parts of the Republican Party. All of these consultants with absolutely not a single care for anything in the Republican Party other than them getting their paycheck, continue to scam Republican voters. And there desperately needs to be a great cleansing of the House before I would feel safe going back, before a lot of people would feel safe giving that money back. 232-1542. We will have a couple minutes when we come back right here on the Joe Cunningham Show. Your calls if you want to join in, your messages on the KPL app. That and more here on the Joe Cunningham Show, News Talk 96.5 KPL. I realize that when I talk about the World Cup, a lot of y'all probably tune me out because you're not there's not a lot of soccer fans in the area. Now, again, if if you have a kid that plays on like a high school soccer team or, or you know somebody who coaches it or, or whatever. You may be following it a whole lot more, but there's just there's not as many soccer fans who who care as much about the World Cup as I do. I enjoy the World Cup. I like these big global competitions, and I like I said yesterday, disappointed in Walker Zimmerman for the penalty in the box that that gave uh, Wales the equalizing goal. But Saudi Arabia 
beat Argentina 2-1. to one. Saudi Arabia is one of the teams that was actually favorited to go deep into the World Cup, if not win it. Um, Argentina has a solid, solid team. And I think the odds going in, like, there, it was like stupid high odds. Um, like you, if you, if you bet money on Argentina to win, you would get like a penny because it was just so expected that Argentina would win that one. And then Saudi Arabia pulls off the win. Now, you may not like soccer, but a lot of y'all like football. And let me just tell you, you will never love football as much as the viral video of the guy who was so excited about Saudi Arabia's win, he ripped off the door to his own house. <laughs> There's a video that is going around of, like, you just see them losing their minds. Like, the, it's the end of the game. Saudi Arabia wins. The goal, I mean, the goal goes, everybody's up. They're screaming. They're running around the room. One dude goes over, rips off the door to his house, and just walks outside. Throws it outside. Saudi Arabia pulled off a massive upset. Now, I would like to see the U.S. come away with a win against England, but they've got to play a lot better than they did yesterday. Um, the U.S. will take on England on Friday, which means I have to remember that when I'm running a best-of show on Friday, I can't put this segment in because the game will may actually be over by the time this airs. How foolish of me to do time-sensitive content when this could have been an easy episode to just put into Friday's show. But I, as a professional, will make sure that you have quality content Friday for the best-of show. So don't forget... Speaking of speaking of content and shows, tomorrow morning, 9 o'clock, if you tune in to KPEL, you will not hear Moon Grafon. He is taking the rest of the week off. He will be celebrating Thanksgiving with his family. My kids are already in Natchitoches or on the way to Natchitoches, and I will be joining them tomorrow after my show's over. I will be filling in for Moon Grafon tomorrow. And a lot of the topics that, that I've talked about on here, I will also be talking about on there. But I also will have some other topics. Uh, the CEO shuffle at Disney is a topic that I want to get into because it, it, it focuses a lot on the woke culture and all that at Disney. There's a lot of stuff to talk about, so be sure that you tune in tomorrow, 9 a.m., as I fill in for Moon Grafon on the Moon Grafon show, 9 to 12. And then I will be back for a fourth hour of radio tomorrow at 3 o'clock. In the meantime, follow me on Twitter at Joe P. Cunningham, Facebook.com slash Joe Cunningham Show. And of course, sign up for the Substack, Joe Cunningham Show.substack.com. I will do show notes ahead of the Moon Grafon show tomorrow as well. So tune in for that. Shannon is offsides next here on News Talk 96.5 KPL.